Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Radio Guy. My name is Eric Martin Koppelman. We got a lot of things to talk about. Some things just need to be said, and I'm going to say them right here on The Radio Guy Radio Show. So sit back, buckle in, and hold on, because it's time for The Radio Guy. Okay, so I'm out here this morning driving around in Long Island, or should we say on Long Island. Is it in or on? I guess it's on. And all I wanted was an egg sandwich, you know? And I started heading towards... First thing, I was heading towards Kings Park, all right? Because that there's a deli over there that is, like, my favorite, all right? It's been my favorite for years. Um, Dave owns it over there on Main Street. And then I got pulled away from that. I ended up having to go back to Smithtown. So I go to Smithtown. I end up then in St. James. I figure, okay, I'll go to the Lake Avenue Deli over there in St. James. I go to Lake Avenue Deli, and it's closed. They don't have a Lake Avenue Deli. They're, they must be reopening it because they got help wanted signs in the window, but the Lake Avenue Deli is not there. And you know what? There's a difference in delicatessens. There really is. You know, um, you know, some of these delis out there, you know, you ask for an egg sandwich, and it's like, it's crap. It's garbage. And then you get other delis like... Dave's Deli over there on Main Street in Kings Park, Lake Avenue Deli, which is, they're really good. They, you know, they take pride in what the product that they're putting out. They're not just slapping two pieces of bread together with an egg and a piece of cheese and calling it an egg sandwich. So Lake Avenue's closed. So I figure, okay, I'll head down, because I got to head back to Hot Pock. I figure, all right, I'll head down towards Nascansa. There's another deli over there right on, you know, right on town line. They're closed. <laughs> another deli down. All right, what the hell's going on with the delis in, in Long Island? Anyway, so um, I finally get over here. I end up down. Now I go back to Hopog, and then I end up, I have to go over here towards Deer Park. And now there's a deli right here on Pine Air. And I'm, I'm going to let you know how this works out because they seem to be open. All right. Let's, let's see what they, let's see what kind of product, you know, they're putting out. And I'll be back as soon as I get my egg sandwich from this deli over here in, uh, right on Pine Air by the trade station here in Deer Park. I'll let you know, all right? So, you know, just chill out, relax, and enjoy the day until I get back. I'll, I'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, so the name of the delicatessen, the name of the deli is Chubby's. They're located right here on Pine Air and Washington, right across the street from the uh, train station over here in Deer Park. And uh, what I ordered, I ordered, a, I wanted one egg scrambled, cheese, salt, on white bread, okay? My cholesterol, you know, I'm working on my cholesterol, trying to build it up there. And uh, the, the girl behind, you know, they weren't crowded, which is a good thing because uh, I guess the morning rush is over. Uh, the girl behind the counter, she greeted me warmly. Uh, I was told, I only wanted one egg, and I was told that it's the same price for two eggs. Do I only want one? And I said, yeah, I only want one. But that's okay, I get it, I understand. You know, it was quick. The service was quick. And uh, I got the sandwich. And here I sit. And we're going to try the sandwich. We're going to try it. Okay. Um, basic bread. You know, no gourmet bread, which is what I usually get when I head up there to Kings Park or uh, what you would get over at Lake. Um, sandwich is good. You know, I'm not doing cartwheels here. Um, I asked for salt. I don't taste salt on it, but then again, I'm a heavy salter. All right, but, uh, you know, 
Out of 10, I'll give you a five. You know, I figured it was kind of expensive from uh, from my point of view for a breakfast special. You know, but I guess uh, considering they're like the only deli in this area, and they get a, uh, and it is an industrial area over here. So, um, yeah, I'm going to eat my egg sandwich and uh, let you guys listen to a little bit of uh, music here, and uh, I'll be back. All right, but uh, all right, chubbies, you get a five out of ten. Five out of ten. All right, not bad. Not bad. Chubby's Washington Avenue and Pioneer Drive across from the train station. Mm. All right. I'll be back. Okay, I'm back. My name is Eric Martin Koppelman. I am the radio guy. Welcome to the show. I stand corrected. I have to correct something with regards to Chubby's here. Um, because when I took out the second half of the sandwich, I noticed there was like a, a flour, you know, the white type stuff on top of the bread. So in fact, it was a gourmet bread. It was probably like an Arnold's type of bread and, you know, that type of thing. But, um, you know, I mean, uh, it wasn't a gourmet bread that I would necessarily buy for myself in the supermarket. Okay. Uh, but nevertheless, it was, I, it was not just your ordinary wonder bread. I've seen some delis, you know, do that too. And, that uh, that I really don't appreciate. Also, when I bit into the second half of the sandwich, I tasted the salt. So even though there wasn't really salt on the left side, there was salt on the right side. All right, so let's correct this. I gave them a 5 out of 10. Uh, I'm going to add one point because I made a boo-boo, okay? And they had a, uh, they they were, was it was a gourmet bread. Um, and I'll give them another point, all right, because I uh, he did salt the bread. So we're going five, six. So now we're up to seven. Okay. Um, should I give them another point, you know, because, uh, I misjudged them. No, nah, I don't think that that's the right thing to do. You know, I'm already giving them two extra points. I'm, I'm making up for what I said that I was wrong. All right. So, and you went from a five to a seven chubbies. Now you're seven out of 10. Okay. All right. Also, I should have done this yesterday, but I didn't, I got to give uh, a shout out to George, uh, the owner over there of uh, Outback Steakhouse in the Mayfair Shopping Center over there in Comac. Went there the other night with Linda and the kids, and also uh, my brother and sister, my brother in law and sister in law, and their kids. And um, they were, of course, packed. All right, uh, crowded. But the girls behind the uh, desk there that were handling as far as seating people were absolutely fabulous. And I even told him that, all right, even though we stood there for a good 45 minutes and waited, um, it was still, it was still a pleasure to see people that were doing their job and doing it well, as far as customer service, always get a warm greeting, uh, from George over there. Uh, the food is great. It was well, it was enjoyable. Uh, the bill reasonable. Um, and, uh, even when Linda went up to, uh, to pay the bill because, um, she uses gift cards, which is another great thing. Uh, she uses gift cards. So she'll buy a gift card, let's say for, for $5 and it'll have like eight or $9 on it, you know, that type. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. Anyway, um, then he took another 10% off the bill, which was just uh, a really nice thing to do. And if you go in there to Outback and Comac, uh, in the Mayfair Shopping Center right there on Jericho Turnpike, and you say that you heard the radio guy uh, on Long Island News Network, he'll give you 10% off your bill, too. So mention the radio guy um, right here in Long Island News Network, or you can say iRadio USA, whichever you'd like, 
and you'll get 10% off your bill. So go have dinner at the uh, Outback Steakhouse. We tried to get into, uh, and I, I'm going to get the name wrong on this way. We tried to get into the uh, the new burger place that they have up there in Comac. Up, um, I, I'll have to get the name of it. I, I always I always want to say the Burger Bar. Is that it? It's a is it the Burger Bar? We've eaten there before. Um, hour and a half wait to try to get in there. Very good food, very good personality, great with the waitress. Uh, not enough tables. You know, that that's my big thing with them. Not enough tables for uh for the crowd that they've been bringing in. So uh we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't stay there for an hour and a half and even at Outback, even after being at Outback for a couple of hours, we still didn't get a call to say that a table would have been ready at the burger bar. So uh I'll let you know my review of them when we go again. I mean, the last time we went there it was Linda, myself and Martin and um it was right when they opened. So I guess people didn't really know they existed as of yet. Great food, great shakes. Everything's great there. Food was, was great. Uh, Sean behind the counter, oh, excuse me, behind the bar. Great guy. If you want to go there, there's a full bar and there's a restaurant. But like I said, short on the tables. They need, you know, they need more tables. It's kind of hard in the space they have. So, uh, all right. But uh, Outback, 10% off. Mention the radio guy and uh, Long Island News Network or iRadio USA, whatever is your pleasure, okay? All right, so uh, sit back, strap in, as I say, buckle in. We are bringing radio back to the future. And what do we mean by that? Well, we mean that, you know, back in the days of, of radio in the 60s and the 70s, and even in the 80s, DJs had personality. It was like you were listening to your best friend. It wasn't just about, you know, playing music and, and automated crap and, and all that other stuff. And we're trying to bring that back. We want you to really enjoy the DJs on this station. Uh, We really want you to enjoy the music from the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s that we play on the station. We're playing music um, that you don't necessarily hear anymore on the radio. You know, and you can get it. You can get it in Spotify or you can, you know, that type of thing. You can get it in your Pandora and everything like that. But we combine uh, DJ live personalities with the music and hopefully uh, you'll become a fan. Uh, And in addition to great radio shows, we offer uh, the shows as podcasts on demand, and news and topics and everything like that. We want to be your station of choice. It's very easy to listen to us uh, in the car. You can Bluetooth, USB at home, uh, Alexa. You can uh, go on your desktop computer. You know, you can, we're basically anywhere you can possibly imagine that you can grab a signal, you know, as far as being on the internet, we're right there with you. Okay, so sit back, like I said, sit back, strap in, enjoy the music, and I'll be right back. All right, so I got a question for everybody out there. What do you put on your pizza? What toppings do you put on your pizza? Well, the online pizza ordering platform known as Slice has released its first annual pizza report. And one topping emerged more popular than all the rest. Can you guess what it is? Hmm. I'll wait. Anyway, Slice has partnered with more than 12,000 pizzerias nationwide. Uh, and its number crunchers, they say, have come up with some wild statistics. For example, more than 31 million pounds of pizza was ordered through the platform in 2019. Um, the most popular pizza order was just a plain cheese pie. All right, but here it comes. The number one most ordered topping, pepperoni. In fact, pizza, they say, ordered through the program Slice, used a whopping 2.8 million individual slices of pepperoni. How about that, huh? Millions of wings were ordered, they say. Buffalo wings were the most popular pizza side dish. And Slice users ordered 2 million, 
2 million wings last year, along with 1.5 million garlic knots and 1.16 million salads. Hmm. They say that Friday was the most popular day to order pizza, uh, though Super Bowl Sunday saw the most individual orders, followed by, ready, Halloween, Thanksgiving Eve, and the days leading up to Christmas. Now, New York City, home to, they say, many of America's best pizzerias, saw the most pizza orders, followed by Philadelphia, Baltimore, Chicago, and Las Vegas, West Palm Beach, Florida. Uh, they got a shout out as the city with the pizza scene that grew the most in 2019, followed by Columbus, Ohio, Denver, Pittsburgh, Rochester, New York. All right. So here's the thing. All right. You know, and I know that we have our favorite, favorite pizza places, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a popular chain. All right. So, uh, you know, I always say, I always say patronize the small business owner, okay, because they really do work hard, especially these pizza guys out there, okay? So patronize the small business owner. You know, there's nothing wrong with – I'm not even going to mention the names with regards to the franchise and everything like that. But patronize your local small business owner pizza shop and, and let them know that, you know, you like pepperoni too. Okay, if you saw HBO's – Leaving Neverland. That was the uh, explosive. They they defined it as explosive documentary, which explored the allegations that Michael Jackson had sexually abused children. Um, there was one person that was mysteriously missing from that documentary, and that, of course, was Home Alone star Macaulay Culkin. He did not make an appearance uh, as a child. Culkin starred in the music video for Jackson's Black and White, after which he and Jackson became lifelong friends. Throughout the years, uh, as allegations of Jackson's behavior have exploded into the mainstream, Culkin has continuously denied that he ever had any sexual contact with Jackson. Well, in Esquire's March 2020 and the cover story, Culkin discusses at length his friendship with Jackson, going into detail about how their relationship was and what did happen and what did not happen. So here's what Macaulay said. He said, look, I'm going to begin with the line. It's not a line. It's the truth. He never did anything to me. I never saw him do anything. And especially at this flashpoint in time, I have no reason to hold anything back. The guy passed on. If anything, I'm not going to say it would be stylish or anything like that. But right now is a good time to speak up. And if I had something to speak up about, I would totally do it. But no, I never saw anything. And he never did anything. There you go. I mean, Macaulay Culkin, right from right from his mouth. I mean, he's right. At this point, what would be holding him back? I mean, as a matter of fact, by saying something like something did happen, he would probably get more press attention than by saying he's, that nothing happened. You know, he spoke about the special bond that he and Jackson shared uh, by virtue uh, of their unique childhoods or lack thereof, both raised by fathers, pushing them towards fame at a young age. Culkin and Jackson were kindred spirits, they said, uh, despite their 22-year age difference. The last time they encountered was one another. Excuse me, my lips are moving faster than my mouth can handle. Uh, the last time they encountered one another was in the men's room. Hmm at the Santa Barbara County Superior Courthouse in 2005, where Culkin testified as a character witness in People vs. Michael Jackson, wherein Jackson was charged with intoxicating and molesting a 13-year-old boy who had cancer. Jackson was, of course, later acquitted. We better not talk, Jackson said, according to Culkin. I don't want to influence your testimony. The two embraced before returning to court. It was the last time Culkin would see Jackson before he passed away in 2009. Now, though Jackson has been dead for over a decade, Leaving Neverland was introduced and has had aftershocks into Culkin's life. He spoke about a memorable celebrity encounter that occurred not long after the documentary's release. You know, the bottom line is there's this... I I, I got to give props to, to Macaulay in this case because he could 
he could really trash Michael if he wanted to. You know, I mean, there's nothing to trash him about. But, you know, good for you, Macaulay, to stand up and, and be able to say the good things, you know, because we're always hearing the bad things. I mean, the guy was an amazing entertainer, you know, held number one records, great songs, great entertainer, um, you know, raised the kids. And you know what? Sometimes the media can be cruel. It really can. But Macaulay Culkin's doing the right thing here. If you want to check out the rest of the story, go to the uh, issue of Esquire magazine and you can catch all the uh, things that Macaulay has to say about, about, excuse me, about Michael Jackson. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it. Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive. Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. Well, I think we can honestly say that Pamela Carr's husband, when he told Pamela that he wanted a separation after nine years of marriage, um, the response that he got really stunned him. <laughs> yeah. The 68-year-old Carr's response, all right, was that she pulled out a taser and repeatedly zapped her 73-year-old spouse. Boy, like I always say, she must be fun at parties, all right? Uh, basically, the court filing doesn't indicate uh, whether Carr's husband was injured as a result of the tasing in the couple's Clearwater, Florida home, uh, but she did admit to tasing her husband, but she claims it was in self-defense. Um, she was released from the county jail Sunday night after posting a $1,000 bond. A judge has ordered her to have no contact with the victim and has barred her from possessing firearms or ammunition. <laughs> I'm sorry, or ammunition. Um, she's going to be allowed a one-time visit in the presence of a law enforcement officer to retrieve her belongings from the couple's residence uh, in the serendipity mobile home community. Mm. So yeah, so she, you know, the husband told her he wanted a separation and uh, she zapped him with a stun gun. Mm. Wow. I'm wondering, you know, what could possibly be the reason that he wanted a separation? She seems like such a, a nice lady. Hmm. I got to tell you, I don't remember this story, but in doing research on the last story with the stun gun, uh, I've, I go back to uh, October of 1999, Matthew McConaughey, uh, he was arrested by Austin, Texas police. Uh, he was charged with possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia after a neighbor called to complain about music blurring from the actor's home. Uh, when the cops arrived, they found him dancing around naked and playing the bongo drums. Well, the drug charges, they say, were eventually dropped. Uh, but he did plead guilty to violating Austin's noise ordinance, for which he paid a $50 fine. Hmm, that's interesting. Dancing around the house, naked playing bongos. You go, Matthew. You go. All right. We were talking about um, prosecutors and going after people for crazy laws. But this is just coming over the newswire now. Apparently an evergreen, evergreen, yeah, evergreen Colorado woman has lured deer into her home to feed the wild animals. And a Bailey man, also in Colorado, has been feeding deer in his yard, both illegal acts that have resulted in charges against both of the 
suspects, they're calling them. Uh, there's a video of the woman in Evergreen feeding deer human food, carrots, apples, sliced bananas, conveniently displayed on a table in the basement room with a sliding glass door for wildlife entry. It was posted Monday, they say, by Colorado Parks and Wildlife. The woman who talks to the deer and calls them by... Now, according to Area Wildlife Manager Mark Lamb, uh, he said this in a news release. He said, it is selfish and unethical to feed big game. You're going to end up unintentionally killing those animals and also putting yourself in harm's way. If what you want is a pet or just to connect with an animal, choose a domestic breed that has evolved to live with people. Both parties uh, in the Jefferson and Park County incidents uh, who were not named have been charged by wildlife officers and violations could include a $100 fine per occasion. That's according to the news release. Multiple deer from surrounding properties rushed towards the man in the Berlin Ranch and subdivision of Bailey who was feeding them. Uh, attracting deer to feed them causes animals to congregate in one area, which disrupts natural migration patterns and leading to uh, the degradation of habitats. If you're training deer to come and stay in your backyard, you're asking mountain lions to be in your neighborhood as well. Hmm. I see. You know, I get it. I understand. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you think you're feeding Bambi, but instead you're uh, you're not doing the deer or the wildlife any justice. So, I get it. They say uh, turning your yard into a virtual zoo by feeding deer and elk and other animals. It's not safe for people, it's not healthy for wildlife, and it's truly a selfish act. The proper way to enjoy viewing wildlife is to do some from a safe distance and without artificially introducing feed, salt, or other attractants that alter their natural use of the landscape and aversion to people. Mm. Feeding wildlife is against the law in Colorado. There you go. So I get it. Not a stupid law, and, you know, they have to enforce it because uh, it could cause a lot of problems for people and for the animals. You know, I like to say that you could always tell when it's an election year, like now 2020 is an election year. But the bottom line is that it's felt like an election year for the last four years because of all the nonsense that's been going on in D.C. But that being said, all right, now's the time where they start digging up dirt on each other. And there's a clip of Mike Bloomberg back in 2015, he's talk. He did a talk at the Aspen Institute, and he defended stop and frisk, and putting all the cops in minority neighborhoods. And that's they're saying that's resurfaced on social media. Uh, the former New York City mayor and billionaire businessman spoke candidly about his self-described controversial views and his policy to bring down the murder rate. He also claimed that the way to stop young people from bringing guns out into the street is to throw them up against a wall and to frisk them. Uh, Bloomberg said you could take a description of murderers and their victims, Xerox it, and pass it out to all the cops because they all fit one M.O. Yeah, okay. Well, Mike, you got something that you said. And uh, you know what? Here's the bottom line. If Mike is going to stand by his words, okay, and he truly believes that, all right, go for it, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Go for it. There's too many politicians, there's too many people out there that want to make excuses about things that, that, that they've said in the past. I'm not agreeing with them. I'm not disagreeing with them. Uh, you know, I want my family. I want to be safe. I want people to be safe out there. Uh, and the bottom line is that in today's world, we're not. There's too many shootings going on. There's too many people with guns. There's people getting stabbed. There's in New York City just the other day, cops, you know, two cops almost assassinated. One lieutenant hit. You know, this is it's, it's just truly getting out of hand. So let's see how 
Bloomberg is going to handle this one. You know, is he going to stand up for what he said or is he going to back down and, and try to pedal it backwards? I guess uh, it's to be seen. All right. It's to be seen. Hey, guys. Well, that about does it for me for today for the Radio Guy Show. I know it's a little bit of a short show and I apologize. I got meetings going on here today at iRadio USA that I have to be involved in. Um, but I always make sure, you know, my priority is to make sure the show gets out there. So hopefully you know a little bit more than you did before you started listening to the show. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for your emails. Thank you for your just for being listeners. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, like I always say, hey, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, let's make it a great day.